From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn, this ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, April 14th. 2022. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to everybody who is celebrating. I hope you have a beautiful birthday. New listeners, thank you so much for visiting. I appreciate you, regular listeners. I love you. Here's your daily San Fran fentanyl. Yep. Soft Fran feces. Yep. Smug Francisco weather report. It's currently 57 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's rainy. I love when it rains in San Francisco. Okay, everybody, today's show, I'm talking about Baychella and BLM. First, Baychella. Baychella is Beyonce's magnum opus at Coachella. They called it Baychella because her nickname is Bay. That came out four years ago. Guys, even if you don't like Beyonce and you don't have to like an artist to appreciate their work, by the way, Baychella is up there for me pound per pound as a middle-aged, sexist, womanist, bohemian, libertine, biologically born, genetic black woman who is a lifelong artist and an art appreciator. Baychella is up there with the great black American show business extravaganzas. This is up in the category of James Brown, Prince, Diana Ross, Tina Turner, and Baychella. What they brought out there to the desert was jaw-dropping. I have watched Baychella many times. Her show at Coachella is its just a wow. From the costumes to she has like 100-piece band slash dancing troupe on stage with her. Everything is synchronized. And the only person who really dropped a step was her sister at one of the shows. That was for some consecutive weekends. Her sister fell. (laughs) Solange, who ended up slapping her husband in an elevator, but that's another story. Baychella, wow. And my favorite is this break she did. I mean, this woman dances like a dream. I I analogize Beyonce as a cross between Tina Turner with that athleticism, Tina Turner, that stamina, and Diana Ross, that glamour, and that femininity. She's glamorous, and she's feminine, and she's got that hip-hop edge to her and her body. I was, wow, guys, you need to look at Baychella, her body, oh my goodness, this is, that's for the record books, that's for the record books, okay? My favorite bit of Baychella, I love everything, I really love the break when she does this little psychotic dance to this song called Everybody Mad. And she dances hard for like a minute and a half. Oh, my goodness. I must have watched that little clip hundreds of times. And that was my go-to during the quarantine fear Uh, here in San Francisco. We had an over-the-top reaction, lock-up, curfew, very fearful. It was a strong fear factor. And Beyonce at 
Coachella, Baychella was the art. That was my go-to comfort art, watching that. So if you want to see show business razzle-dazzle, you want to see beautiful costumes, you want to see a dedicated show business team, her team, the people she's surrounded with. I mean, she's the talent. Like I said, athleticism, femininity, a body to die for, fabulous costumes. She's singing and dancing like a champ, holding her microphone at all times, dancing like a robot. Her team, the lighting, the stage production, because I have a show business background and my late great husband used to shoot lasers for The Who. Yeah, the rock band The Who. He traveled internationally with them. Rest in paradise, Richard. All right, everybody. So here's the second part of the show where I'm talking about BLM. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. Well, BLM is getting some bad publicity now. I have to say right off the top, I have never ever rode for it. Rode is old school black slang. It means I never got with them. It was something in it that made it impossible for me to endorse them. I'm of the more power, do what works for you. However, as a middle-aged black woman, I saw immediately they weren't focused on the younger generation except indoctrinating them as in my belief to be social justice warriors. I didn't hear anything about nurseries. I didn't hear anything about building or repurposing buildings into tutoring for STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. I heard nothing about that. I heard nothing about funding after school programs. I knew it was a lot of destruction. I knew they were burning and tearing and destroying uh, small businesses throughout all communities, especially in the hood. I never rode for them. I'm impervious. Guys, I'm impervious to bullying. I'm impervious to guilt trips. I've been an arch nonconformist since I was a child. Thank you, Stevie Wonder. Thank you, Mad Magazine. Thank you, Mother. Now, BLM, uh, supposedly these Marxist lesbians had used misappropriated funds to buy all these beautiful homes in primarily white districts. What? Say what? Girls, what were you doing? Uh, I didn't, I paid them dust. I never retweeted any black squares. I never used any hashtags. That's just me. And being a black woman, guys, we get inundated with guilt from all sides. The white feminists and feminism is primarily for white and white adjacent women. Hush. I'm not debating that. The feminists, oh, want black women to roll for us. The fatherless black community wants us to enable, coddle, and uh, keep the secrets of the fatherless epidemic. And then BLM, we're supposed to ride for them. It's a lot of guilt coming to black women. And I ignore most of it, guys. I ignore most of it. I don't know if BLM is still an organization, but a lot of black people have dropped off. A lot of black people are seriously disappointed that they misappropriated some donation funds. Like I said, I paid them dust. They weren't doing anything for children. And if you want to help the black community, you will help the children and the people who are raising the children. That is primarily the black woman, myself. I have never had children. I never wanted to have kids. I knew I would never be a mother. I make a great wife. I was married twice and you know I'm widowed currently. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to be a wife for a third time. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. I appreciate you listening. I love you. I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Yay! 
That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening. San Francisco Dam Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary.